0: This is a story from Northern Italy, and it's called Pear Drop. Now there was once a man who had a pear tree, and every year the pear tree would give him four baskets of fruit, which he would send up to the palace to the king. Now one year the tree didn't give four baskets of fruit, it only gave three and a half. And the man thought, what can I do to fill up the other half of this basket? I can't give it to the king like this. Now his youngest daughter was running around her, so he grabbed her and he put her in the basket, and he covered her with straw and leaves, and he put pears over the top of her, so that it looked like the basket was full. And then he took the four baskets up to the castle, and he presented them to the king like he always did. Well, the poor little girl, she was living in a basket, in a cellar, down in one of the stores in the castle. So there was nothing to eat for her, apart from pears, of course, and so she ate the pears. And she would start nibbling away on them, and then, when she'd finished, she'd throw the core out the basket. Now, the staff... In the cellars were noticing that the pears were disappearing. The baskets were going down. They were getting emptied. And there was coal lying all over the place. And they thought, hmm, must be mice. There must be mice getting into these baskets and eating the pears. So they searched for the mice in the basket. But they didn't find any mice. Oh, no. They found a little girl. So they took her up. And they took her up to see the king. And he said, well, you can work in the kitchens. So she was sent to the kitchens. And she worked there. Now, they called her Pear Drop. Because they didn't know what else to call her. And she was very popular there. Because she was a very pretty little girl. And she was very fast to learn. And she was very smart. And everybody liked her. And the one person who really, really liked her was the prince. Because he was the same age as her. And they used to play together whenever they had the chance. And they were great friends. They were inseparable. Now, time passed and and Peardrop grew up to be a beautiful young woman. And still far better than any of the other servants at doing anything in the kitchen, and very fast to learn. And the prince, well, he'd grown up too, and the two of them used to look at each other, and they both loved each other, but there was no way that a prince could marry this poor peasant girl who was working in the kitchen. The king would never agree to that, so they never spoke about it, but, oh, they felt it. They felt it in their hearts. Now not all the servants in the kitchen were so nice. There was one or two who were nasty creatures, and they were envious of Pear Drop because she was so beautiful, because she was so skilled, so clever, far better at her job than any of them, and they started spreading stories about her, lies. And it reached the king, and the lie that they were telling was that Peardrop was boasting that she was going to carry off the witch's treasure. Well, the king summoned Snow- uh, Perdrop and told her, you know, I have heard that you're, you're boasting that you're going to carry away the witch's treasure. No, said Peardrop. I never said that. Well, that's not what I've heard, said the king. "'And if you're saying things like that, well, you have to keep your promises. "'If you say you're going to do something, then you have to do it. "'So you have to go and fetch me the witch's treasure.' "'Oh, poor Pear Drop, she didn't know what to do, but, well, she had no choice. "'She said good-bye to the prince, and tearfully she turned him round and walked out the door.' "'And she walked along the road a long, long way. "'She walked past an apple tree, but still she kept going. "'She walked past the peach tree, but still she kept going. "'And she came to a pear tree, "'and she climbed up into the branches and went to sleep. "'The next morning when she woke up, "'she saw that it was a tiny little old woman "'standing at the foot of the tree, "'and the old woman said, What are you doing up there, young girl? Well, she said, and she told the old woman everything, all that the people had been saying about her, and so she had to go and get the witch's treasure. And the old woman said, Well, maybe I can help you. Here, I'm going to give you three gifts and some good advice. So she gave her three pounds of lard, you know, fat. And she gave her three pounds of bread and three pounds of dried grass. And she also gave her some advice. And she told her just to keep walking along the road in a straight line and she would get to the palace where the witch's treasure was kept. So she thanked the old woman, and she walked along the road, carrying her gifts with her. And she came to a bread oven, and there was three women working at it. And, oh, they were in a terrible state, because they had to sweep out the oven, but they had nothing to sweep it out with, except their hair. And they were pulling the hair out of their head, to sweep the oven with, and that was sore. That was painful. Well, they were screaming away and pulling out hair and sweeping, and little Drop felt sorry for them, and she said, "What are you doing? We have to sweep the oven. Oh, that's terrible!" She said, "Here." Have this. And she gave them the three pound of grass, dried grass. And they were able to take little handfuls of it and sweep out the oven. Oh, they were so happy. And then... Peardrop carried on walking down the road, and she'd went for quite a way when she came across three big dogs. They were mastiffs, huge big dogs, and oh, they had a bad temper! They were barking at her and growling, but Peardrop just gave them the three pounds of bread, and they ate it with their tails wagging, and they were happy to let her pass, carry on her way. Well, then she came to a a river, and, oh, this was not a nice-looking river at all, because the river was flowing with blood. It was red. It was horrible. And she stood there, and she hadn't... Well, there was no way she could have crossed that, because it was too deep and too wide, and the water was running too fast. But the old woman... "'had given her a piece of advice, "'and that was what to do with the river. "'And she said, "'Water, water, lovely water, "'if you are not in too much haste, "'I would beg of you a taste. "'Well, the water just parted "'and had let her walk through. "'Well, She carried on walking for a while, and then in front of her was a beautiful, beautiful palace. And she went up, and there was the big, two big front doors on the palace. They were opening and closing very quickly, too quick for her to duck inside. She would have been trapped between them. But those doors Oh, the noise that they made, they were screeching and screeching away because the hinges were so dry. So, Peardrop took three pounds of lard, and she greased the door hinges with it so that they opened smoothly without a sound. They just glided open just beautifully. And instead of opening and closing fast, they started opening and closing quite Gently, very slowly, and Pedrop walked inside and in this beautiful palace, there she saw a big treasure chest, so she picked it up and she headed out the door. Now this was no ordinary chest because this chest was magic, and it shouted out it had a voice, it shouted out to the doors, doors, kill her!" "'Door, kill her!' "'And the door said, "'No, we'll not kill her. "'She oiled our hinges. "'The first time anyone has done that in years, "'we will not harm her.' "'So she carried on going down to the river, "'and again the the chest cried out, "'River, drown her! "'River, drown her!' But the river said, "'No!' We will not harm her. She called us lovely, lovely water. And again they parted, and she went through. Well, she kept going, and she came across the three dogs, and the chest called out, Dogs, bite her, eat her up. Dogs, eat her up. But the dog said, No, we'll not eat her. She gave us three pounds of bread. So she went past safely. "'And then she came to the oven, and the chest shouted out, "'Oven, burn her! Oven, burn her!' "'But the oven said, No. "'And the women there said, No, we will not burn her, "'because she gave us grass to sweep the oven with, "'so we don't have to pull our hair out any more. "'And she carried on going till she got near the king's castle.' But then, you know, curiosity got the better of her, she wondered what was in the chest. So she set it down and she opened it, and out of the chest chomped a golden chicken with a whole lot of little golden chicks with her. And they all ran away, they scattered in all directions, gone. Well, poor Pear Drop was chasing after them, trying to catch them, but they ran fast. She ran past the apple tree, but they weren't there. She ran past the peach tree, but they weren't there either. But when she got to the pear tree, she saw the same little old woman with a stick in her hand, and she was rounding up the chicken and the golden chicks, and they all jumped back into the chest again, and they closed the lid. She thanked the little old lady once more and headed back to the castle. Well, on her way, she met the prince coming riding up on a horse. And the prince said, Oh, you've been successful. I'm so glad. The king will ask you what you want. Tell him that you want the old coal chest from the cellar and you want what's in it. Okay, she said, I'll do that. So... She went back to the castle, and there waiting for her was the king and all the servants, and the old king was beaming smiles. And she presented him with the chest, and he opened it, and there was the golden chicken with the golden checks, and they were chomping about and peeping, and, oh, the old king was laughing. He thought this was wonderful. And he said to her, Pear drop, you have done as you were, as I asked you. "'You said you would do this, and you have done it. "'And I will make you a promise. "'I will give you whatever you want.' "'And she says, "'Oh, I just want the old coal chest in the cellar, "'and whatever's in it.' "'So he ordered the chest to be brought up, "'and it was set down on the front of him. "'And when she opened the lid, out sprang the prince. "'Well,' she says, "'looks like he belongs to me now.' And the king had to say, well, yes, because I did make a promise and you can't go back on a promise. So he is yours. And so Pedro said, well, I would like to marry him. And the prince said, I would like that very much too. And so the old king smiled and nodded his head and he said, yes, I give you my blessing. My son here, the prince can marry you, Pedro." And so the two of them were married, and they lived happily for the rest of their days.